Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille. Yeah, by the time y'all listen to this, man, I'll probably be done. Hit the gym. I'm getting ready to hit the gym. Uh, this will make day. Let me count. Wait. I lost count. Uh, one, two, three, four. This will make day five. Day five of 30 days working out training like an athlete and man it's been going pretty good been feeling pretty good feeling limber especially since i incorporated a lot of stretching into my uh routine i spend like five to ten minutes just warming up stretching and getting into cardio before i start you know what i consider my real workout but as i said cardio and uh endurance training is my main focus right now and then I get a day in Sunday. I'll probably get a day of strength training in where I lift pretty heavy. <clears throat> now, I had a <laughs> embarrassing uh, situation at the gym yesterday. Whew, man, so on my way to the gym, I decide, you know, I've been at work, got up early. I decide I'm going to knock back some pre-workout on the way to work now. For y'all that don't know, when you are on a high-protein diet and that mixture of caffeine, creatine, BCAs, and amino acids hits your stomach all at one time and activates and niacin, a lot of times you get a little rumbly in your tumbly. So (laughs) I'm like, boy, when I get to the gym, I'm going to have to let one go. This is unavoidable. And I'm not one of those people that is shy about using a public restroom. I really do not care. I'm not. I think it's silly as an adult that you would actually hold your movements until you get to the house or avoid going somewhere because you have to use the restroom. That's just goofing me. Now, if you run into a restroom and the restroom is just horrible or disgusting, no, you. I don't expect you to use it. But, you know, a lot of restrooms are, are upkept pretty decently so i'm like when i get to the gym i gotta let this go i get to the gym put my bag in the locker lock the locker and i go to handle my business and when i get there i notice one of the gym employees is cleaning off the sinks but normally cleaning off the sinks is like the last thing they do and then they leave the restroom area so i'm like no big deal grab me some tissue uh get some soap from soap dispenser wipe down the toilet because that's how i do you know go ahead and line it up so i can handle my business i go in there and i'm ready to put in work now i noticed that this i was trying to wait until he exited the premises but i realized he wasn't going anywhere matter of fact instead of going anywhere he was now in the stall next to me cleaning so I'm like, dang, 
this sucks for you because I gotta let this go. I gotta exercise these demons out of my uh, body. So I'm like, forget it. I'm, I, I gotta go. So I'm handling my business and uh, I immediately give them a courtesy flush. Now, for y'all that don't know, relax. I'm gonna tell you a courtesy flush is as soon as your movement hits the toilet, you flush it, you don't let it linger. You don't let that smell escape. You flush that down. This is a proper practice anytime that you're using the restroom outside of the home, in any public areas, or at uh, when you're visiting people. You don't. And then why would you want to sit on top of all that funk anyway? Get that out of here. So I hit him with the courtesy flush. Boom. We good. But I just I realized that. But wait, there's more. So, you know, I continue handling my business. Hit him with the cursor flush. Boom. We're still going. Hit it with the cursor flush. Boom. So, yeah, I had, a, I, had a good, I had a good release. I was feeling great and ready for my workout. So, you know, I, I you know, clean myself, properly clean myself, and I hit it one more time, drop that down, and I get up. And when I get up and I turn around, I realized that this toilet was pretty weak. This commode was not up to standard. And while my movements had went down the uh, drain, all the toilet paper that I used was sitting right there in the toilet. Yeah. And this guy's in the stall next to me cleaning. So I'm like, okay, the way the stalls are set up, when they walk in the door, you got the handicap stall, the first stall. That's the stall I prefer to use because it's big. And the commode sits off to the to the side, so nobody can't look through the little cracks in the doors and see you handling your business. That's the one I prefer to use, but somebody had thrown up in that area. I guess they went a little too hard on their workout, and they had to, you know, had something they had to get off of uh, get off of their stomach. So I couldn't use that one. Then there's one in the middle. This is the one that the uh, employee is in, and he's working on. Then I'm in the one to the left of that. So by my reasoning, my logic, he's already hit the um the handicap stall. Now he's cleaning the middle stall and my stall is next. So now my plan is to get up out of there before. Even though he saw me go in, I don't want that awkward moment of making eye contact when he walks over there and he sees this glob of toilet paper floating in the toilet. Because he's gonna expect the worst and he's gonna judge me. I could feel his judgmental eyes readying themselves to stare me down once they found this, even though they had no no idea about the situation. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure when he was in that stall next to me and he, was, he knew what was going on, we're all adults here, and I can just imagine the emotions he was going through, like, dang, I got to go over there next. And, you know, it's going to be the like that, that warm aftermath. <laughs> And so I get out and luckily he's in there. He has the whole door shut. So I get out. I go wash my hands, dry my hands, get dressed. Boom. I'm out there. I'm working out. So. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Let me backpedal. I went and I, I, I was changing my clothes now. I like to wear um, compression undergarments when I work out so that my balls and Johnson don't swing to and fro. So I had, I got to down to the point where I needed to remove my underpants and put on my compression pants 
So I don't like to do that in just the middle of the locker room because I feel like it's a it's a it's a it's it's this kind of disrespectful when there's a whole changing room in the back. Yes, this is a locker room, and locker rooms are meant for changing, but. I feel like it's kind of rude for me just to let my balls and Johnston swing in the presence of the other men when I have options. So I go back to the uh, dressing room and I'm, I'm in there changing. Now, this was another part that shocked me. I looked down and there was a condom wrapper. Yeah, there was a condom wrapper laying right there in the changing room that I was in. And it was open. I don't know what type of shenanigans is going on back there. Because this is all men's locker room. Yeah. Just imagine. So now I have the fear of I'm going to come out of here and somebody's going to walk back here right after me and see this empty condom wrapper. And they're going to think that I'm the culprit. So I get the hell up out of there. And while I'm walking by, I see him coming out of the stall with this weird look on his face. And he walks into the utility room and comes back out with a screwdriver and a wrench. So not only did I leave a huge uh, glob of uh, paper crochet <laughs> in the toilet for him not to work with, he had to do some type of maintenance to the toilet, I guess to correct the problem of why it wasn't flushing the way it should have been flushing, you know. And after that, I just went out to the uh, floor and I got my workout on, man. So Mr. Guy at the gym, if you're listening, if just so by happenstance the universe saw fit to align all of his stars and moons and put you here today listening to my podcast i apologize sir now after that story i want to take this time to give you a reminder to go to amazon and check out beyonders volume one genesis dope sci-fi fantasy action book uh featuring a uh, black superhero for those that are interested in that and feel like that there needs to be more of that going on Boom, there you have it. And overall, it's a good story. I'm actually reading it. I'm not just telling you this. This is a dope story. Go to Amazon and grab that Beyonders, Volume 1, Genesis. So, moving forward. In this age of Me Too and We Too movements, consent is a big deal. And there have been many conversations about what is consent and what isn't consent and when should you get consent and so on and so forth so this condom company has taken about upon themselves to invent a product that will help you with this the consent condom no this is not a joke and this is not a spoof the consent condom is a condom that is packaged in a way that requires four hands to open the package that's right four hands to open the package if opening and placing a condom on is not awkward enough you know, when you're in that heat of battle, you're getting busy, everything's getting all hot and sweaty and bothered, and you have to stop to locate a condom, remove it from its packaging, and place it on while she's sitting there with her judgmental eyes watching you, judging you, gauging the width, gauging the length. Now, you don't even know if she's disappointed or not because she got a whole opportunity to see what you're working with now a lot of people like to make the argument that you know um they don't like having protected sex because sushi sex feel better that's right i said sushi sex sushi sex that's raw people keep up 
Now, I'm a sushi boy myself, but it was never the fact that sushi sex feels better than the uh, protected sex. It does, but that was never the major reason why I did not want to use the condom. I mean, it was a big factor, but it's just that odd awkwardness when, like I said, you got to find it, open it, put it on. And now, on top of that, just to add to the frustration, you have to ask for her help. Now she gets to look at the box. She gets to see what size you got. She got to yeah, judge mental eyes. But, I mean, I guess whatever it takes. If you have to go this far to make sure that you're getting consent before you have sex, where are we going, man? You Just get a girlfriend, bro, or something, you know, because, you know, couple weeks into that relationship you get to go full-blown sushi boy (laughs) what do y'all think about that the consent condom is a real thing look it up so piggybacking off of the comedian tony baker and his pledge to post um uh, 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 nipsey's um teachings to further his legacy in his passing he was laid to rest yesterday um heard it was just a big massive turnout it was on tv it was live president obama wrote him a letter but in honor of that and and as i've been doing for the week i'm going to share with you one of nipsey hustle's seven money and ownership lessons by nipsey hustle today we're on number three entrepreneurship the new mindset is we don't want advances we want equity We don't want one-off endorsements. We want ownership. It's important that you understand the weight of having your name (laughs) on those on 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 the 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 owner box, that line that says owner in these deals. Instead of taking these endorsements, oh, we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to wear this shoe for a year. It would be better off to take a percentage of the equity of that shoe so that you can uh, get paid from that shoe year after year after year after year. Because, see, what they're going to do is they're going to put your name on that shoe, put your likeness with that shoe, that hat, that product, that liquor. They're going to push it for the year that you're on there. And then, you know, you get your check and you go sit down somewhere and then couple years down the road or maybe even the next year what do they do they re-release it they put it right back out there but now this time they don't know they don't need you because they own your likeness of the in the uh, commercials that they recorded they own your likeness in the video in the audio that you've recorded the posters everything that you've done relating to this product they own and so now they can push the product with your name attached to it without handing you any more bread that's why it's important to get in on the deal. Yeah, you may get less money up front. You may be looking for your cut on the back end versus getting that nice upfront check. But you got to think long term. You got to think, look, people in this corp, I work in the corporate world. People in the corporate world, they think 5, 10, 20 years in advance. We are stuck in the habit of thinking about today and tomorrow. We want to sign that contract today so that we can get that check tomorrow. And we're not thinking about what they're going to do with everything 
all the um, content that I gave them this year, we're not even imagining what they're going to do with that content next year or the year after that or the year after that or the year after that. And I guarantee you, you best to bet your last dollar on it that if that product, if whatever it is that they attach you to was successful, they're not going to let it die after that year of your endorsement is up. <laughs> Excuse me. They're going to repackage it, rebrand it, slap your name right back on it, and put it right back out there, man. We got to be smart, people. Now, I know that was some good information, but you didn't come here for that, did you? You may have, though. But I know why you're here, though. You came for some discipline, and that's exactly what I'm going to give you. Look, quit trying to share your blessing with everybody. Maybe that blessing was just for you. Maybe it wasn't meant for you to bless your neighbor and your brother and your sister and your mama and your second cousin twice removed on your dad's side. Maybe that blessing was just for you. A lot of times we pulling people into situations that were meant to make us better and put us in a better position. Now you can use that positioning to go back and help your mama, your sister, and your second cousin twice removed. But that initial blessing may have just been for you and now you bring in all these outside people and they're bringing their energy with you they're bringing their vibe and you're hoping that it's positive you're hoping that they're trying to paddle the boat instead of trying to put holes in the boat or or at least they're, they're if they're not doing anything you rather have them not doing anything than putting holes in the boat some people aren't going to help you row quit trying to bring everybody in quit trying to save the world with every venture that you have now no Deville D.I. is not telling you that you shouldn't help people, that you shouldn't be there for them, that you shouldn't try to provide opportunities for the people. That is absolutely the opposite of what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm trying to tell you is, though, that this particular opportunity may have just been meant for you. It may have been meant to put you in the position to where you can help people. We always, some of us, the ones of us that do have goodness in our heart, we're, we're, we're just so anxious to reach back and grab somebody and pull them up that we're, don't, we're not disciplined enough to contemplate and decide when is the proper time for me to start helping people. Because they, there is a time period on it. You know what I mean? You can, you can extend yourself too far too early and damage what you're trying to do. Make sure that you wait and you analyze the situation. And when you do reach back to grab those people, when you do it, hold that ladder for the next man to come up. When you throw that rope down, when you turn that train around and come back to grab up the people that you have moved on from the situations that they were in. Make sure not only that they're ready, make sure that you're ready before you do that. Take this information and use it however you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Make sure you get a good, nutritious breakfast because you're going to need it while you're out here getting shit done. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI the Podcast. If you haven't, go back a couple episodes and check out that Hearts of Men, the relationship slash dating thoughts that I put out there into the universe. The last episode was... Um, so, uh, uh, men of color dating outside of their race. So check that out. Tell me what you think about it. 
Uh, the next one we're going to do, I haven't had any more suggestions, so I want to do the polygamy episode that uh, Sam from Sword with Sam asked me to do. I think that one is going to be pretty interesting. And, uh, of course, Saturday we're, we're going to bring you another episode of that Growing Up DeVille. So take care of yourself. Keep yourself together, you know what I mean? And be ready because it's coming. DeVille D.I. is out of here, man. Peace.